Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I did the math, by the way, Craig. And Connor McDavid wears the same pair of socks every game he's ever played in the NHL. He never washes them. Kind of like uh, Evan dressing for work. It's true. I wear the same shirt every day. Well, uh, close. So I did the math. What's the math? And it means nothing, but we were talking about it earlier on Daniel Jones' record at 425 and his record in prime time because you had to make a snotty comment about Kirk Cousins and we need to be fair about it. It's not a snotty comment. It's a well-accepted fact that Kirk Cousins sucks when it's not a 1 o'clock game. All right, well, let's play that Please game. Please proceed. When it's prime time, as you know, Daniel was 0-9 until that victory a couple weeks ago. So yes. he's now 1-9. Changed the whole landscape of his career. When games start at 425, Daniel Jones is 1-6 in his NFL career. All right, that's not that big a... Uh, so, yeah. in prime time slash 425 games, right. in games that don't start at 1 o'clock, yeah. they're 1-15. Uh, 2-15. Your thoughts? Does that still not matter to you? Um, I think that's a quarterback that was quarterbacking for a bad team. So uh, I'm not going to look at that. Kirk Cousins wasn't always on uh, good teams. Now I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins, for example, has played in 138 games in his career. So he's got a larger sample. Is that fair? Oh, no, absolutely. All right. So 425 games dating back to his time in Washington. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Kirk Cousins is not very good. Yeah, no, I get that. I'm not arguing that. I'm pointing out what Daniel Jones has done, too. He's not very good. Not very good. And to your point, this season, the Minnesota Vikings only lost four games. They lost Monday night to the Eagles. They lost at 425, 40-3 against Dallas. Yeah. They lost at 425, 41-17 to the Packers. So... Yes, even in a season in which the Vikings won a lot of games, right. when they happened to play at 425, uh-huh. things went really, 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 really bad. Really, really, really bad. Yeah, I'm just pointing out that Daniel That's Jones right. is 2-15 in prime time of yeah. 425. So, yeah, something's going to have to give, right? One of those guys is going to make his uh, 425 numbers better. Well, here's the one good, of them isn't. Here's the good news. Yeah. Daniel Jones is on a little bit of a heater because if you include just this season, just this year with a capable head coach. Talk to me. And you take four twenty-five games. Yes. He's one and two. When you take primetime games, two and two. They look at the math. That's right. Five hundred. So, so this season with a capable coaching staff, Daniel Jones has not been Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I don't think the time of this game is gonna play a role in the outcome <laughs> no, of the game. No kidding. But I'll guarantee this right now. Kirk Cousins <laughs> throws an interception. Think so? Yes. I'll uh, that you can put that on the table does right Dan- now. Does Daniel Jones turn the ball over today? Because that's been, you, you mean know, on Sunday. On Got Sunday. It. Did I say today? Yes. I just wish it was today. 
That would be a lot of fun. I'm with you. I'm already Jones in football after last night's debacle. Was that football? Uh, It was not. And by the way, it doesn't mean you take a shot that, you know, uh, Alabama should have been in or Michigan or Ohio State. TCU got there on merit. They just got their asses handed to them. Yep. And by the way, there's going to be more of that in the future because the playoff is going to 12 teams. No, I'm aware. More blowouts. So there will be more teams that go on a little run that all of a sudden find themselves in a championship game against a much better team. No doubt. That is going to happen more. And long term, I do think it's good for the sport. All right, back to what we care about. Yeah, do you sorry. think Daniel Jones turns the ball over on Sunday? I think Daniel Jones uh, has one turnover. Yes. Because he's been remarkable this year. Yeah. He hasn't like Yeah, have six interceptions. You know how many fumbles lost he has this season? Because uh, that was the real bugaboo for him. If I had to take a guess... I would guess. What would I guess? Yeah, what would you guess? What would I guess? It's single digits. <laughs> yes, it's single digits. If it was single say, digits, we'd have a huge problem right now. <laughs> I would say Daniel Jones has three fumbles lost this year. Excellent work. Am I right? Dead on. Three. Now, yeah, that's, a that, guy, that's a guy that watches a lot Just of to put it in perspective. That's all that is is a guy like, I'm like Goodwill Hunting. When it comes to football. Now, let's go I to... Just, I just, you know, Mozart looked at a piano, he can right. just play. You make uh, it... You talk about football, I can just play, I don't know. Yeah, it's also called Loogie doing yeah. quick research. No, no, he did Anyhow, not on that one. I, he did not. In his rookie season, to perspective, because perspective on this... Now? Oh, who are we talking now? Who we back on? Daniel Jones. Go How ahead. many fumbles lost did he have in his rookie season? Ooh. And by the way, for everyone listening, if Craig gets it right, yeah. we know he's now using this time to look it up. By the way, that's not what I do. All right, uh, you've taken too much 18. time. Very close. Sixteen lost fumbles. Oh, that's not bad. Sixteen. No, to, forget down about to three. Craig, forget about your predictions and your yeah. guesses. Yeah. He had sixteen lost fumbles in his yeah. rookie season. Was that twenty nineteen? That was twenty nineteen. His yeah. rookie year. In twenty twenty, he had seven <coughs> lost fumbles. In twenty twenty one, he had five lost fumbles. This year, it went down to three. So you see yeah. the growth, and that's in more games. Remember, he's played more games this year than any year of his career. And then you talk about the interceptions. The interceptions are way down. Yeah. Year one, he threw 12, then 10, then seven, this year five. So every single year, it's gotten better. And this year, he's done a great job protecting the football. And I'd go on a limb and say he doesn't turn the ball Just for the sake of accuracy, are you sure you have those numbers right in the first year? Of what? Of uh, fumbles versus lost fumbles. Yeah, you got to do the math. So it's fumbles. He had yeah. 19. Fumbles recovered was three. So that means so he 16. had 16 okay. lost fumbles. I, for some reason, my, my mind tells me there was less than that, but okay. Of lost I, fumbles? No, I, if you're looking at it, I believe you. I know I thought you he know had what? like te- 11. You know what the technicality on that is? Go good, ahead. good point. If an offensive lineman recovers his lost fumble, it's that still... doesn't count as a turnover. Think about it because you, you recovered the football, right, right. but it wasn't you. Either way you want to look I at this, because so it doesn't business. matter. Like I'm the point, is, here's enough. the here's the point. Yeah, he's not losing the football nearly no, as he's much. Become f- much better, incredibly. Right? Which is also why he's now thought of by a lot of Giant fans, not all, as the future quarterback for them. And two, now, well, we'll get to it later on. I'm and here, and by the way, just to further this, the yeah. other crazy part is I think Josh Allen turned the ball over more times this year. By the way, Josh Allen in the red zone is a turnover machine. Yeah. He has no problem throwing the ball wherever the hell he wants uh, without even worrying about where it goes. Now, they make up for it because he's really effing good. Yeah, of but course. that dude has no problem making bad throws specifically in the red zone. Yep. And if you wonder what will stop them from what a lot of people think is now this, you know, for sure magical run to a Super Bowl, that's what it would be. 
I am curious. Because they're very strong everywhere else. I am curious, and I know we're, we're still weeks away from this happening, but the NFL has made no announcement as of this broadcast I'm right now. I know the answer. What's the question? If the Buffalo Bills yeah. advance to the AFC Championship game and take on the Kansas City Chiefs, yes. the title game is at a neutral site. That is correct. It has still not been announced yes. where that site will be. No, but apparently and that's huge. Detroit said no. Indianapolis said no. Indianapolis said no. Well, it so can, you know where it's going. It's got to be in a cold weather environment. It's not going to be. Why? Because they clearly don't want it to be. Dude, no, no, or else no. they wouldn't have gone to Detroit and Indy. Okay. I disagree with the NFL. Oh, that's fine. It is. Do you? I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care well, that much. How do you not care? You're a football fan? I said play in Lambeau. How do you not? I agree. By the way, I'm totally good with that. Great play. But I don't like your answer if you don't care. How do you well, not care? Why do care? I care where the game is? Because you want your football fan? Yeah. Are you on TV for two and a half hours talking nothing but football and yeah. Brooklyn Nets? I saw that. I did a lot Look today. at you talking about Nets. Yeah, I supported your guy Do you today. think of me when uh, you talk about Yeah, every time because I'm afraid I'm going to come in and you're going to say, you got that wrong. <laughs> you got that wrong. Yeah. Yes. But you you don't care where the AFC <laughs> Championship game is? Look, would I like the scene of an outdoor stadium with flurries coming down? Yes. So then Do I care? No. How do you not care? I mean, I don't care. How do you explain how you don't care about it? I'm just I'm baffled that you don't care. Why would I care? Because you love the NFL. I you do. told me back in August yeah. that you were having a party for a preseason game because yes. football's back. That's right. Was that you? That was me. Okay. I that love football guy, more than anything. That guy who loves more fo- football more than anything. Yeah. Doesn't care where the AFC championship game is. No. I honestly I think it should be in Kansas City. But I know it's not going. I don't think you should have it in Kansas. That's fine. Unfortunately, just the way things played out. Right, because the extra game. I I think the neutral site idea is great. I think you got to get it right. Play it in Pittsburgh. What's wrong with Pittsburgh? By the way, you want to go to Pittsburgh? You want to go to Cleveland so you can actually see a playoff game? Yeah, why not? You want to go to uh, Lambeau? Obviously, the history of Lambeau Field. Great. Why not? I don't care. It's got to be at a cold weather place. But it's not going to. It's going to be in Las Vegas. But they're wrong, dude. You know where it's going. So then voice your opinion. You don't have an opinion on it? No. Why? Because I don't care where Why the game don't is. Why you care? Why does it bother you that I don't it care? It bothers me that you don't care. I don't. How can My you not team's care? not in the game. Why do I care where because the game is Because you love football. I do, and I'm going to get a great game. Indoors. It's better oh outdoors. And it's fairer outdoors. They're both cold-weather teams. Right. So therefore, put the team outdoors. Therefore, there's no advantage either way, so you might as well just play it inside. You shouldn't play And let the fans enjoy 78 no, degrees. stop it. Yeah. That's such crap. Or 72 degrees, wherever indoors is. It shouldn't be indoors. Well, listen, call up Goodell. No, I'm I'm not even mad at Goodell, I'm mad at you. You're mad at me. Because you should use your bully pulpit to agree with me and scream and yell that we need it at a cold weather side. I don't care where the game is. But you should care. Why? Because you love football. Right, and I hope I can't wait to see Kansas City, Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Cincinnati, whatever the uh, two uh, teams are. I think the only three teams that can make the championship game. You've edited yourself on that. I'm proud of you. You went from there's only two teams uh, to now there's only Tommy Stubber, three teams. I like that. Because I got to give the Bengals some love. Of course you do. They're a really good team. And I never said they weren't. I just thought they were third best. And that's not a slight. But they might be better than Buffalo. Okay. That being said, I don't give a rat's ass for that How game. Do you not care? I could not care less. I'm disappointed. In and this. I'm starting to think that we should probably go to Arizona for the Super Bowl anyway. What makes you think that? It's uh, nicer there than it is here. <laughs> you have flip flopped on going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, more than I mean, anything I've ever seen. I don't even want to work there. To be honest, I just want to go out there, sit by a pool, read a book. Yeah, <laughs> read a eat, book. Eat some uh, Tex-Mex food and call it a night. Do you want some off days or something? Yeah. Me off days. Yeah, like Me? you want to just take a vacation. I never take off days. <laughs> 
Sounds like you want to go to Arizona to take a vacation, not to work. I, you you just said you that. You told me we're taking off February 3rd. We are taking off February 3rd. Uh, I'm going so to Florida, I, man. I said yes. Yeah. There you go. That's one day. And then I might take uh, a few more days off. <laughs> Thinking go. about it, you know. Thinking about it. Like February 27th through March 3rd. <laughs> I may just take that week off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I may take that week off. You know off. what? You've worked hard. You deserve it. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's post Super Bowl, it's pre. You know, spring training. Yeah. I got nine weeks. I never use them. Fair. I might as well take a couple of days off and enjoy my life a little I bit. I think you should. I need a break from you for a couple of days. Is I love right? you. I love you. Who would you sometime... pick to uh, sit in for me? Ah, so many options. So many options. So many options. Chris Christie ain't going to say yes. <laughs> I talked to him about it yesterday. Uh, well, he's he not goes, one of my options. So he goes, fine. so February 3rd, you guys are off. I go, or is it just, are you off? I go, no, we're both off. Evan's going away. He goes, oh. Because I was afraid Evan might call me and tell him the answer's no. <laughs> so I'm just giving you a heads up. I'll tell you this. If the Dallas Cowboys are in the Super Bowl, I bet your ass he's going to want to do a show. You don't think he would want to come on New York Sports Talk Radio and gloat for four and a half hours about the Cowboys in the Super Bowl? Now, I agree with you, and I apologize. The Cowboys making the Super Bowl is fixed. I don't know if they're going to be Tampa. Uh, Right. I mean, they should be Tampa by 30. Tampa's a bad football team, but they do have the GOAT. And as you may have heard me say this morning, Tom Brady is chasing something. And when Tom Brady's on the chase, there ain't no stopping him. Single Tom Brady only has three Super Bowl rings. Married Tom Brady has four. Oh, it's a battle. It's a battle. Mm. Single Tom Brady needs to reclaim his dominance. Mm. And he's got to win another I think one. the Cowboys are going to blow them out. So at least it's 4-4. Four, four. That's my prediction. You think so? And maybe I'll change by Friday, but as of right now, I'm going further on this. They will destroy them. In fact, they may take their soul. There could be a little soul-taking between Dallas and Tampa. Yeah, you should be careful about that because all that means, all that does is expedite Tom Brady going to the Dolphins, and you want no part of that, brother. Yeah, that 46-year-old senior citizen. I'm not. I'm sorry. I can't. You'll figure it out. You're the best. You're not, but I'm going to build you up and make you think you're the best. <laughs> you're the best producer or board op I've ever worked with. So I'm sure if we don't take a break right now, you will figure it out. You know why? Because you're the man. Dude, he figured it out yesterday. We played yeah. 26 straight minutes of commercials. It was fine. Well, you, you I, I heard Tommy on the air yesterday yelling and screaming about something. Like he was upset about it. Thank you. Know, you. Fake outrage. What was he it. upset about? He was upset about something. How could he know. be upset? He's a giant. Passionate. I have no I, idea. He was upset about it. He likes to complain, complain, complain. Thank you, sir. All right. There you go. Now I'm a happy guy. Let's make sure you did What it were right. you complaining about yesterday, Luke? By the way, I said eight pumps of caramel, but seven will be fine. Thank you. You're not, you're all right. You're fine. Thank you. are good. I'm not complaining. Thank you. I'm not high maintenance. Thank you. All right. No, seven. you're not high maintenance. I'm the most low maintenance guy that's ever worked at this radio no, station. you definitely are, correct. Thank totally you. agree. Here's uh, Rick in the Bronx. Rick, what's going on, buddy? Hey, listen. Because I heard yesterday on SNY, they said that um, if they don't get Carlos Correa, yeah. they could get Adam Duval. Uh, he, he's available. He's a right-hand power back. <laughs> Adam Duval from the Braves. Yes. Oh, I yes. thought you meant from Godfather. He mashes left-handed no, pitching, so that's Robert, good. Not Robert Duval. <laughs> My bad. Adam Duval. <laughs> yeah. You got to get He's a left fielder. Yeah, right and he mashes left-handed pitching. I Are you saying this because that would not please you? Or are you saying this because, yes, bring me Adam Duvall? Yeah, he's a power right-handed bat. You can get him. Yeah, no, I get But that's, look, Adam Duvall is a nice signing, but the problem is, and I don't know, Rick, if you're being sarcastic or not, I apologize. There are going to be no, a lot I'm... of Met fans. Oh, it's a, it's a solid signing. It's a good call, by the way, Rick. I think there's going to be a lot of Met fans who scoff at this saying, seriously, that's what we're talking about after Carlos Correa. But that's realistic. There aren't any other Carlos Correas sitting in free agency. 
Those are the kinds I, of players the Mets would have to add. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But they do need that right hand. Hey, Rick, let me ask you a question. As a diehard Mets fan, what was your uh, your emotions like when you found out officially that you lost Correa? I was, oh, I was hurt. I was hurt, but then again, I'm not because it might be a blessing in disguise. Because you know, it certainly might be. That's a fair way to look at it. Because as he get older, it's going to affect him. That that injury is going to affect him. Yeah, you know, the crazy thing about it, Rick, you be good, buddy. Appreciate the call. Is that you're talking about an injury that, to be fair, has not affected him. Correct. That's the rub here. So the only effect that happened, and it was weird, and I talked about this a few weeks ago on the Rico. I certainly didn't do it here. Was that late in the game this past season, he was stealing a base, and he felt his ankle vibrate. Okay, and now he, he does have, he's got a middle plate in there, right? Yes, the okay. middle plate. That's what yeah. keeps coming up in the MRI. Yeah. And Carlos Correa had admitted, I had never felt that before. It was late in the season. He ended up playing the last few games, but the season ended. Okay. And it's fair to wonder, hey, if it was June when that happened, right. how does it play out? The Meaning season does was he over. take time off? Like, does it end up affecting him? He only played a handful of games after. So that quote from Carlos, which came out right as it happened, hey, I've never had this feeling before, right. you have to admit is a little bit of a warning sign. Look, you had two uh, teams that were willing to give the guy over $300 million that both walked away from the deal because of what they saw that scared them. Now, for whatever reason, the Minnesota Twins, who obviously know him well, he just played for them for the last year. So there's familiarity there. They're not worried about it. You know, and they're giving him $200 million guaranteed. But you have two teams that went from here's over $300 million guaranteed to we're not signing you at all. I mean, I don't know what the hell they saw in that damn thing. But I would tell you what, whoever did the operation probably did a pretty good job because the guy's played eight years with that plate in his ankle. Right, but the concern is it's been great for eight years. No one's yeah. denying that. What's next? And by the way, here's the quote from this. This was on September 20th. He hit my plate, referring to the mini collision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had surgery, and he hit it. It felt kind of numb. It started vibrating, so I was waiting for it oh. to calm down. Yeah. It was a little scary. But then I started feeling good. Now, that happens in June. I don't know what the hell happens to you this know, plate that's I, vibrating. I've got titanium plates in my face. Um... And now you've got me concerned that maybe after a certain time, there's like an expiration date. Yeah. And then what happens? Your face yeah. falls off. Yes, you're screwed. Like, no joke. All your good looks are I gone. I had a depressed fracture of my uh, zygote and orbital bone because I uh, shattered it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they went through my mouth. They had to pop it back. And I got two titanium plates in my, uh, my grill. Yeah. So what do you think it all means? I don't know. But sometimes it vibrates for me, too. See? You know what it's like. Yeah, but that turns me on, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like on a rainy day, it gets a little red and goes, bzzz. yeah. And I can pick up like a Tokyo radio. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty awesome. Huh. I want a plate now in my body. I knew about K-pop before anybody. <laughs> yeah, BTS or KTB, whatever it is. BTS, BTK, what is it called? I have no idea. Probably, you know, those kids are like multimillionaires, and now they got to serve in the Army. <laughs> yeah, their careers are put on hold. And then when they get out of the Army... They're going to be adults. No one's going to want to hear them sing because they're not cute kids anymore. Man. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, wouldn't at that point you just, like, uh, you know, <laughs> what, stay quick? here? Yeah. I think you have an obligation to the Constitution. Well, man. you love your country. I respect yeah. that. You right? have an obligation. You got to do it. I mean, there were baseball players 70 years ago, went overseas and fought. It was an yes. obligation to the country. Yes, that's true. But I'm just saying, like, you're now. So they have, the same, they have the same obligation. Yeah, how do you think you would handle that?
How would I handle what? Like if you were, let's say you lived in like Israel or you're one of these countries that has mandatory army service when you turn 18. Yeah, I would serve. As a a national obligation. I would serve. But like what, what, what would you pick? Is what I'm saying. Oh, Obviously, what would I pick? I know you wouldn't run. You'd serve. No, I'd absolutely you'd serve. You'd probably, you'd want to be in like in, uh, intelligence or something. Uh, no, I be... would, whatever I, if let's, to make it more realistic, let's just say I was around in the 60s and I was drafted. Well, How no, about no, that no, idea? No, 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 Why? no, no, because I don't want to go down that road because then it brings up, you know, people's feelings about Vietnam. Today, you're an 18-year-old kid and pick your favorite country. Yeah, I can't they picture man- living anywhere else. They though. mandate you have to serve uh, a year. Not even three, one year. Yeah. You could be American. You got to serve a year in one of the four armed forces in America. What are you doing? I where know what would I'm doing. my best attributes serve our country? Huh? Like, where do you think? You know me now. Like, what are my best attributes and how would it serve our country? I'm good with what? Talking and stats? Like so, where, yeah. what? Where yeah. do I help? Keep maybe, the books. Maybe, maybe I be keep like, the books for the be, softball games you, between Army and Navy. Right. You're right. Yeah, good no. call. Or join the radio station, like Robin Williams in Good Morning Vietnam. Adrian Cronauer. No, no. Where do you think I would best serve? He wouldn't entertain the troops. That'd be a problem. Why? My show would be that bad. Well, you know, the guys are like sitting in like an area, you know, and then they have you come on, you know, yelling, screaming about the Nets. Like, who wants it? <laughs> yeah. Can you believe Durant again with the knee? Yeah, <laughs> I would be one of two things, and I've given it a lot of thought. A sailor? No, no. I'd either be a Navy SEAL. Oh, stop! Or I'd be a right. I'd be a pilot. You're delusional. I got, I, I really I want to learn how to fly. You couldn't last a day in huh. the training to be a Navy SEAL. Do you know what these guys and gals have to go through? Yes, I do. Dude, you would last six hours. Uh. Tommy, please stop bourbon. Sorry, I'm very gassy. Okay, six hours, you'd be done, and you're like, oh, I'd be a wow. Navy SEAL. No, no. To be fair, Stop it. I couldn't do it today without first training and getting in shape. I agree with you on that. But when I was 18, I could have been a Navy SEAL. I think so. I don't think so. And I, the other thing, I'd like to be either a Navy pilot, because I think that's badass, landing on aircraft carriers and whatnot and shooting things, mm-hmm. or you're just an Air Force pilot. But I'm, I'm really, to this day, I do like I have a bucket list. I want to learn how to fly helicopters. There's um. A difference between you now. There are many differences. One is I know my limitations. The yeah. other is you do not know your limitations. Well, you don't think I can learn how to fly a helicopter? Uh, I you, bet you I'd be a badass helicopter pilot. <laughs> Maybe you could learn. I don't yeah. really be good at it. Like, I want to learn how to fly a helicopter before I'm uh, 50. That's uh, my goal. Well, you're about four years yeah. too late, aren't no, no, you, I got pal? a couple years left. <laughs> For example, if you guys were ever going to get me a gift, a meaningful gift, you should get me... Five helicopter uh, like um, lessons. That'd be a good gift to get. I me. love you too much not yeah. to do that because I it scares me, and so it scares me that I get you those lessons. Yeah. Something bad happens, and I'm responsible. Nothing bad's Couldn't gonna live happen. With myself. Couldn't live with myself. Nah, I, I wouldn't you, do it. That's to you. what I want for the next gift you guys all pitch in for. Rather than get me the fifty dollar, uh, which is very generous, uh, Grub Up <laughs> gift certificate, which I've used already. It's phenomenal. I'd rather you get me helicopter lessons. Yeah. How much do those cost? I have no idea. That's up for you guys to figure out. A couple out. of grand per, maybe? I have no idea. Why don't yeah. you guys look into it and get them? I bet you it's more than 50 bucks in uh, Omaha no. Steaks or whatever Lukey gave you. You think it's more than $50 a lesson? Probably not. I would think so. Yeah? To get into a helicopter? I don't know. It, it used to cost me it used to cost me 4500 bucks to fly round trip to Atlantic City and back. <laughs>
So, I mean, maybe a little more than 50 bucks. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I have yeah. an answer. Go ahead. The average cost of helicopter yeah. flying lessons yeah. range from 150 to $200 per hour. All right. <laughs> that seems reasonable. If you want to get your helicopter yes, pilot license, that's what I want. it costs between ten dollars and $15,000. Well, you guys do well pitching. <laughs> For the license? Yes. <laughs> yeah. The lesson is actually not that bad. I'd buy you a couple of lessons. If it's an hour lesson, that's not terrible. Right, but now if it's a, if it's just use two hundred bucks as the number, so now you got to yeah. buy me how many? You got to buy me like a lot of lessons for me to get my license. How many lessons does it normally take? Well, you you just said it's fifteen thousand yeah. bucks, so if it's two hundred bucks a lesson. That's like seven hundred and fifty no, lessons. No, no, that's the license. Yeah. I don't, think that's related. I don't think that's related to how many lessons you have to take. Uh, that's yeah, to is. get the license. Well, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably hours, it's hours in the air. Oh, yeah. is it? Okay, my apologies. Then. I think I'd be probably a fantastic helicopter pilot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then my first trip would be taking you somewhere. No shot. You wouldn't get on a helicopter no. from your pilot? No. That's offensive. Me and my Sorry. wife had helicopter plans. No, I'm, I'm not getting on a Hold on. with you. So I let's say I've got 500 hours of practice. If you if you were certified? Yeah, I'm certified. I'm, I'm And legit. you've done it before a bunch and everything? Yes. No. So I'm if sorry. I give you like the tour of the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> no. And no. I'm flying. No. Tommy, you're in? I'm out. Totally. Yes. Out. Are you guys no, anti-helicopter in general no, or anti-Craig flying yeah, the helicopter? Anti Both. Frankly. Oh, both? See, I don't want to get in a helicopter, period. See, Craig, yeah. it has nothing to do with you. And I, I, Craig, I I, you're either. fine. I wouldn't get in a helicopter with anybody. Yeah, you would. No, I wouldn't. No. I was supposed to with my wife for our How honeymoon, about, uh, and we canceled it because we both realized that's not the way we want to go out. Come on. Where was what? your honeymoon? We were supposed to be in Hawaii. We had to change. Oh, you would have done like the volcano yeah. uh, thing? And before we actually canceled the yeah. honeymoon in general, we canceled the helicopter plans because oh. we were both like, hell no. What the hell are we doing? When's the last time you heard about one of those helicopters crashing? It doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't want to do it. doesn't matter. still don't want to do it. If it does, you're in the ocean anyway. You swim home. Is that how it works? Yeah. Is that how you the think sharks, it works? the sharks get you. need you. swimming lessons, too. Yeah. So that's another thousand. You guys yeah. suck. I'm going to get my pilot's license and you guys I, are I don't think board. I would trust anyone I know. Like, I, I don't want to know the pilot. Because <laughs> you'd be like, he just has some sour diesel before Yeah, exactly. Off. Yeah. All right. Well, there you I go. I just, yeah. I don't trust it. All right. So I guess I'll be in Navy SEAL then. In Jersey City. Aaron, what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? All so right. I wanted to talk about the Korea thing again, if that's okay. Of course. Yeah, so I think I'm a huge Mets fan, and I also negotiate for a living. And I think there's, like, part of this we're not talking about that I, I thought is kind of smart business move. Is All right. The deal's falling through with uh, the Giants. You kind of know you're going to have an out and kind of a second bite at the apple here by making a similar offer. So I think it was wise to make the offer, do the due diligence, and you kind of know, hey, I either get a deal done that I like or I can walk away. Aaron, and I, I kind of seeing the I, fan base isn't. You're right. The one caveat to everything you just said was Cohen talking publicly about it. If he didn't say anything to John Heyman about this is the piece we needed, this puts us over the top, I'd say, yeah, you're right. Like You're almost just buying time to look at the physical yourself and kind of renegotiate oh. on that. But for Cohen to come out publicly and say this is the guy we needed prior to the physical shows that that really wasn't the game plan. It was just oh, I'm no, excited I we got I think, I think coming out publicly puts pressure on the player. That looked no, like doesn't. the fan base is really enthused. Um, I I think it was. Yeah, but hold on. How did that put pressure before? on Correa? Correa wanted the deal. He was all in. 
Correa, well, Correct, you know, right. he put his kid in like uh, Met Onesie. Like he wasn't the guy that backed out of the deal. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is I don't think they entered it thinking they would do the deal they offered. I think you get the no, whole No, I disagree. When Steve Cohen uh, let the world know and uh, that they got Correa and they made the announcement, I thought we were one piece away, whatever the actual quote was. He thought he had him. Yeah. They thought that deal was done. Plus, I, yeah, they did not make him an offer oh, from yeah. three fifteen. And, and here's the other thing they were going to then do for two hundred. Steve Cohen is like me and Craig, right? We're, we're fans. We're excited. We got the guy. We're not doctors, right? Now, once and this is where I like Steve because I would do the same. I think you would do the same. You trust the experts around you. You know what I you mean, don't. Great know. Great leaders do right. You know what you don't know. Steve Cohen's a great businessman. He ain't a doctor. He hires them. He listens to them. And so when the medicals come out. And he says, all right, tell me what you think. And they tell him, look, we think this is a bad investment. We don't think this ankle's going to last more than five years. Then you got to make the adjustment. Yeah, all right, here's the, uh, the guy. Uh, my buddy Chris Matter just sent it to me. Who is John Mincone? Oh, that was the guy who claimed that it was a done deal. So John Mincone, and I apologize. I don't know John. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. He wrote this, actual source. Carlos Correa and Mets agree to terms. Contract revisions awaiting MLBPA approval. Unsure of new terms. I wouldn't expect official word until sometime tomorrow afternoon. But Mets fans can start to breathe again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got that wrong. Oopsie doopsie. But I'm more mad at Bayerga than this guy. Why? Because I don't know who this guy is. Hold on, I'll tell you. This he's, guy. He's nothing he to me. This guy is a barbecue enthusiast Okay, who uh, struck out Mike Trout three times in the Arizona League. Great. Um, and now he has updated his uh, handle. Yeah. Did not get the Correa drop correct at all. Well, I respect so his I give humor. Credit for that. So basically he's Cody Decker. Yeah. So Cody Decker makes a claim. I don't know who he is. Carlos Baerga was a crappy yeah. Met. All right, he stunk with his team. He now wants to be a newsmaker. Yeah. And he's the one last night claiming it's done. Correa to the Mets. And he got it wrong. So, Craig, is it crazy for me to take my anger and place it on Bayerga? What's wrong with that? Not some guy I never heard no, of until five minutes ago. No, you can't choose which guy got it wrong. Who are you going to yell at? Of course you That's can. That's not fair. That's the way it works. This guy said it was a done deal. I don't know who he is. Well, he's somebody. He had no credibility. Bayerga was developing credibility. And instead, much like his tenure with the Mets, hit a weak ground ball to second base and was thrown up by 10 feet. Now, let me just see if this guy, who I'm sure is, again, I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure he's an all right guy. He's from Melville. He's a local guy. Uh, now, here's the question. Mm -hmm. He has a blue check mark. Do you think he bought it or earned it? No, if he played minor league baseball, I mean, maybe he got it. He earned it. You think he earned it? Does Cody Decker have a blue check mark? Uh, check. I don't think so. I think he does. Cody Decker? Yeah. He has a blue. Yeah. yeah. John yeah. McCone verified account. Yeah. Like, John, listen, this happens to be fair. It's just that, you know, you're from Long Island and you had Mets fans feeling like, oh, breathe a sigh of relief. We're all good. So whoever his sources, I actually feel bad for John. I don't think John just made it up. I think he's got a guy he trusts. Yeah, but whoever told him. And that him, guy got bad info. Yeah, and it sounds like the yeah. info is really bad because it doesn't sound like there was a deal made last night. Ever. Right. You know, because remember, right around that time is when Ken Rosenthal and then eventually John Heyman repeated the Boris talking points of, oh, he's talking yeah. to Minnesota. And that ultimately turned out to be the case because he was talking to Minnesota and they made a deal. Yeah. Boy, I bet you John is feeling it today, though, isn't he? Well, you know, you know how the, you know how people can be. Yeah, but he put it on his profile as a badge of honor. Oh, I totally respect that. Hey, by the way, uh, Lugie, 
Put, get me John on the phone real quick, will you? I mean, he seems like a good guy. Seems like he got a sense of humor, right? I, I give him credit for laughing about it, but I don't know who the hell he is. Like, you got to laugh about it because at the end of the day, all right, you got one wrong. Right. But you're not being douche about I it. I saw that last night because in my Mets text chat, it was sent around, and I remember my response being, I don't yeah. know who this guy is. Why are we taking it serious? By well, Erga because he's a league? minor leaguer. What That's the hell right. does that mean? Well, that means you figure he's got you know good sources. So if Roberto Pettigini starts tweeting <coughs> baseball news, we're supposed to well, trust if him? if you know anything about Roberto Pettigini, his minor career wasn't all that great. No, he had a great minor league career. Not, not, not at the double-A level. He was a quadruple-A player, as exactly. they said. That's right. That's right. Well, I don't care what a minor league player says, but by Ergo, who is now creating this cottage industry of, oh, I'm a, I'm a newsbreaker, he got it wrong. <laughs> He got it wrong. I mean, this he poor guy. He sucked as a Met in the mid-90s. He stinks as a newsbreaker. No more giving Bayerga credit for breaking news. Yeah, I feel bad Stop for this it. guy. This guy, is, this guy is realizing what it's like. This is the most relevant he's probably ever been. Yeah. And it's not for something positive. So I'm going to show him a little love. Seems like a nice guy. He messed up. So now you're loving people who get stuff wrong and just spread it because they're trying no, to make a name for themselves? I told you I'm a spiritual person now. Right. And I have empathy for others, Evan. And, yes, he got it wrong on a grand scale, but he owns it. And I don't think we should uh, end the guy. I think we should end have the fun guy. with the guy. He was never a guy to begin with. Who the hell is he? I think we should have a little fun with him. Okay. And my guess, as many athletes, former athletes are, he's probably got a pretty good sense of humor. I find that a lot of athletes have a good sense of humor. You have this weird thing for minor league baseball players. Yeah, right? Yeah, what's up with that? Because I feel for them. Because you were one. And I was one. Well, I mean, I made it. I forgot about that. I made it to the pros. You Not made everybody it. does. You made it, but you didn't make it. I didn't have any at-bats because that bastard. Yeah. Uh, what was his name again? Dave Hollins. Dave Hollins. <laughs> that son of a bitch. And let me just say I this. I got to remind you who you backed up now. Yeah, Dave Hollins and Scott Rowland. Neither one of them are Hall of Famers. Let's just make sure. Scott's going to get in, dude. He shouldn't get in. I agree with you. That being said, you know, if he gets in, good for him. I don't care. You're like that. the Moonlight Graham of the 90s. Oh, yeah, I feel like Moonlight Graham. Yeah. You know, Moonlight Graham, you know who his great-grandson is? It's the only reason I know it. Jerry Graham. No. Blake Graham. Lou Reed. Lou Reed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. You know who Lou Reed is? <laughs> You're so full of crap. It's hilarious. I'm like, do you know who Lou Reed is or not? Who's Lou Reed? Big Mac, tell him who Lou Reed He's is. He's a singer. He's a musician. He's a famous Walk, 1970s, maybe late walk 60s. Walk on the wild side. Musician. Yeah, but walk what is that? The What's the relation of Moonlight Graham? Grandfather, grandson. Yeah. Moonlight Graham and Lou Reed. Because Lou Reed's real last name is Graham. He changed it for uh, Hollywood or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I'm missing the joke. There's no joke. <laughs> I've so, heard. I know so, who Moonlight Graham so Lou is. Lou Reed is really the grandson of Mo Archibald Moonlight Graham. I know his name was Archibald, but what? Moonlight Graham, yeah. yeah, famous baseball player. You're gonna make me look this up, aren't he you? He was on the uh, the Black Sox scandals. Everybody no, knows. not at all. He played on the Giants and never got an at bat. But yeah. we know him because of Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. It was explained in the he great was Kevin Costner film. Fielder role. Excuse me. Right? The Cecil Fielder role? Yeah, he was the uh, the heavyset guy. No. Morgan Freeman. He was a young outfielder who never right. got into a game, right. then became a doctor, and they found him, and then he rescued Ray Kinsella's daughter when she was choking on a chicken bone. Correct. Bar. And Hot then dogs. he Hot became an old bar. guy, and yes. that's when uh, Kevin Costner had a catch with his dad. And that's when everybody saw Of course, saw. his dad had no idea that he was having a catch with his son. No, he knew. Which is why the movie makes no sense. No, he, he knows. Does. He, he kind of does, yeah. He knows it's his son. He calls when, him dad. Well, that's Kevin Costner calling yeah, him dad. Though. His dad has no idea yes, that's he does. his son. Yes, he no. Does. And it was a stupid movie.
It's one of the great movies of all time, yes. and you should wash your mouth out well, in soap. You should uh, learn more about music. Well, that's I mean, that's true, but right. <laughs> you should have an idea who Lou Reed is. I mean, you really should. Walk on the Wild Side. Okay. No. He's a great saxophone player. Fantastic. 877-337-6666. You should know who Adam Duvall is, but I don't make fun of you for not. Yeah, Robert's Duvall. cousin. We all know who Adam Duvall is. He's a right-handed guy who uh, smashes lefties. That's because I said it. When did you say that? On the air when a caller brought up Adam Duvall. That's right. And your eyes glazed over in confusion. Like, I know a lot of Adam I don't Adam know Duvall. what's happening. Adam Duvall's an Aquarius who played for the Reds and the Tigers. <laughs> Everybody knows who he is. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.